Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to KNOW Waco. I am your host, Debbie, here to help you get in the know about Waco. This week, I'm going to be talking about the Thirst Coffee and Eastside Revival event happening this Friday. And today, I have a special guest in the studio. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Andreas Alomis. And go ahead and tell me a little bit about yourself and what you're all about. I am the owner of Thirst Coffee and Third Space, Third Space Theory Coffee. Uh, it's been a business I started here in Waco probably two, two and a half years ago. Uh, started a mobile cart and now I'm just uh, expanding. I roast and sell locally online in partnerships with multiple people. Yeah, and you're a local business, so are you a local Wacoan? Or what about you, Waco? I am not a local. Uh, I, I came to Waco about three years ago and really just kind of on a random in-between phase of what I was trying to figure out to do with my life and it kind of just, I landed in Waco and I stuck here. So. Yeah, I always say that's such a common thread. Like a lot of local artists and creatives and business owners all have a similar story. Yeah. They just landed in Waco and now this is their home. It, it's unexplainable to me, honestly. Like I stumbled upon Waco, got really interested got here was very disappointed <laughs> with myself and I was like well, what did I do uh, but for some reason didn't leave uh, still stayed here and uh, two three years later I'm, I'm happy I stayed yeah and tell me how you got your business started um, background for me in coffees I worked for Starbucks for a long time <laughs> and uh, I wanted to that was where my career was going until um, I wanted something different for myself and my life and family and so forth. Um, so it was really, coffee came out of the necessity to try to find something for me to do that I felt comfortable in and could build upon. So it's experience from the past and with also new community, new encouragement that has kind of like pushed me to, to thrive. Yeah. But, yeah. And how did you come up with the name? For both of them. Yeah. Uh, th- so Thirst was just, I came up with Thirst. But T-H-R-S-T? T-H-R-S-T. Yeah, it's kind of cool the way it's spelled. I get a lot of people saying first coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and after the third time of character, I was just like, yeah, first. I third, mean, yeah, it's fine. It rings too. It, it, it sounds good. First coffee, sure. <laughs> um, but really, it was uh, Rebecca. So we started out in a in the, we launched our coffee cart in Cultivate 712, which is the art gallery downtown here. And Rebecca is a good friend of mine. And before all that happened, 
and she sat down with us and kind of brainstormed and kind of narrowed down what we wanted to do as far as like our business model and it really was just to create a space where people could come and and you hear that word a lot community right but like really come and commute and get to know each other and that was for me also an entry point to coming into Waco is that I saw that there was this level of like personable of just like running to the same person multiple times in a day. Yep, that know? happens. <laughs> so um, I, realized, I realized that if I wanted to engage in the community, that's that's kind of what I wanted to build and that, that would help me. So third space theory, it was, I think she came up with third space and I elaborated on third space theory, which is just taking it into like everyone has their first space and their second space is their, their work, first space is their home, second space is their work. We're like in the in-between of when you're doing all those things so you can, you know, connect with people and, yeah, just vibe. Yeah, that's really awesome. And the first time I actually saw Thirst Coffee was at Cultivate, and I got them. Um, (laughs) I try to go, like, all the First Friday events and go to all the art galleries and and just grab some coffee. (laughs) It worked out. Um, Being in Cultivate was super cool. I got to meet so many unique individuals, so it was a good starting point for us. Yeah, and tell me about your transition. So you went from a pop-up to... Yeah, we went from a, a coffee car pop-up at the art gallery to being open consistently for, like, the whole week, um, for a whole year. We were doing, like, I think Tuesday through Saturday, and then eventually graduated to go into the farmer's market, and we were doing Saturday mornings, then we went into booked gigs, um, and then COVID happened, and then <laughs> we had to pivot, and... but. It, during that point, we were already looking into roasting and roasting in-house, so once COVID hit, we kind of did a pivot and started selling online and selling uh, bulk orders, so it, it worked out, even though we do miss, like, public interaction, <laughs> which is why we're having this event of this course. Friday, yeah. Yeah, and tell me a little bit more about the event. So the event has come as a very, it was very last minute, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, something about me is that when I, have I recently just getting my new found confidence in my creative abilities is that when I come up with an idea I just start chasing it and if there's no negative energy if there's no roadblocks I just keep going and so this this event really came out of nowhere where um, I hired a new person and we wanted to do something kind of just to you know expand on thirst everyone's just seeing thirst online we wouldn't be physically in a, in a space um, but also it was around the community that I was building in the last, like, couple of months. Actually, the last month, if I'm being real, is that I've met a lot of black people here in Waco, which is, sounds weird, but uh, a lot of creative, young black people that I don't see that there's a space for. Um, and that's just my perception. I, there might be spaces in East Waco and so forth, which I just not, I'm not a part of. But as far as the downtown scene downtown life and just like a new wave of creatives being born you know uh it's important to have that space and so that's kind of what the goal was it said hey let's do this event but let's have a purpose behind it so um all the band members are black besides one joey but he's played with the whole band um there's blake richard uh jada <clears throat> michael um to T- I think, yeah, I think there's more people, but I'm, I'm kind of, I don't want to miss anybody, but, uh, but yeah, the idea was to just bring, you know, like-minded, like-space people in the same space to, to create, to feel the same energy, to innovate, and just, you know, just to, to be around 
appear on that, that, that like familiar feeling, you know? Yeah, just to chill and build community. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah, and tell me, I know you're, you know, in the creative scene. I also know about Eastside. Do you mm-hmm. want to tell me a little about your involvement in that? Yeah, Eastside again came out of <laughs> just an idea in a coffee yeah. shop. It was an idea me and Eric uh, came up with the idea of, hey, why isn't there a space for artisans to come out and, you know, showcase their talents or try to take their talents into like a next level of um, entrepreneurship if that's if that's it um you know there's a farmer's market which is great i've been part of the farmer's market but it doesn't it has stipulations where local creatives may might, might not be able to participate and so that's what we wanted to do um and that really again it was just like an idea that just kept rolling and rolling and rolling and now it's actually like a year in and we're getting so much traction and we have so many vendors signing up and I think it's just good energy. Yeah, I had Eric on the show. He came and talked about Eastside. That's awesome. So I've had him, I've had a couple of vendors and then I also run a boutique so we're going to be at the show too. Pumpkin <gasps> Boutique. That's <Promo>. awesome. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> <laughs> and you also do Lost in Waco. Tell me about your photography. Yes. Uh, again, my creative endeavors really started like four years ago. Um, and it started out of just like me doing a clothing line and picking up a, uh, a camera to display my, my clothing. Um, but it kind of took a different turn and in Waco I've had the ability to grow my talent and challenge myself because of the environment that I live in. But it's, Waco is such cool structures and, you know, um, landscapes and all these other things that I've have grown to, to learn and, um, but uh, Lost in Waco kind of incorporates that, is that just exploring Waco, exploring the, the, the corners and the, you know, nooks of Waco that most people won't ever see, and as it gets bigger, it just gets, um, kind of, like, over, overseen, so, yeah, that's been, I'm the director for photography on that, I help connect local photographers to share work, it's just collaborative, we share ideas, concepts, and just kind of try to put something together that's very visual, that's community-driven, that reflects what's happening here in Waco and even doing, like, expansion and or COVID or, you know, any other kind of movement kind of thing. Yeah, and tell me about some of the things you would like to see in the future. Man, uh, music. Music events are huge. Uh, I've been trying to do music events here in Waco for, like, the last two years. And it just hasn't happened for me, which is fine. But I, I love the culture that's, that lives in, in Austin and how you can go to pretty much anywhere and experience like live music. And whether it's paid or free, you know, there's, there's anything and everything. So that's really what I would love to see here. And just like a huge, diverse scene of different types of music. I don't know if you did the Spotify... Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly, where it that. tells you what you're listening yeah, to. Yeah, what's your top? Yeah, uh, for me, I, I think I tapped into, like, 3,000 new artists. Wow. Yeah, and, like, 800 new genres. And, like, for me, that's huge because I used to, I grew up listening to, like, one style of music, and um, I've grown to learn that there's so much more out there. Yeah, not to call myself out, but my top was Panic at the Disco for some reason. Let's I go. It's, it's okay. I, I'm ashamed of you. Don't worry no about way, it. No way, dude. That's classic. Classic. That's classic. I'm stuck in 2009. It's dude, okay. Don't worry about it. Else. It's a vibe. That is That's totally a vibe. vibe. <laughs> and musicals. Yeah. It's such a weird combination. I don't know about music, musicals, though. I'll take Panic at the Disco. Yeah, though. Panic at the Disco, definitely. Yeah. That was my number one. I was like, of course, Brendan Urie. It was a good one. It, it, it hit charts, man. Like, everyone. Was listening to that. Yeah, and tell me about some of the other 
like um, music things that you've done around town? Uh, I mean, nothing huge, really. It's just Eastside Market has been the main one. I've, I've tried to do a couple other things, but again, just because, you know, experience, learning new things, and when you're, when you're thriving, you're going to fail a couple times. So uh, it's really been successful at the Eastside Market, and the goal is to showcase, is to provide a platform for local creatives to come out and just show their talent with, like, no, I don't want to say expectation, but there's, like, no buy-in. It's, like, anyone, everyone in anyone that's there is there because they want to be there and I hope that their you know perceptions open to just listening and just taking in what 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 happens and what's in the community I love the community of Eastside every time we go it's such a fun atmosphere and there's so many people that just come together it's, it's like so one cool. big family I I'm could like, have never I know seen you that. I know you oh wait I know you yeah <laughs> I, it's so crazy to me that it exists and people actually look forward to coming every Eastside market I'm just like Who's gonna come? Who's gonna come today? Is it gonna be a dud? But I'm I'm speechless by the end of it every single time because I'm just so impressed with Waco and just how willing they are to like come out and support, you know. And but it's it has to be there for them to do it. So I'm I'm glad I'm getting good feedback. Mm -hmm. And speaking of community, I do a shout out section. So is there anyone you want to shout out? Man, I want to shout out to Lalo's Coffee. Yes. yes, Lalo's Coffee I just opened up. I saw that mural. Oh, so beautiful. Yeah, and then you got to shout out to Cade for yes. putting out that mural. That yes. mural is sick. Um, I'm going to shout out to the dudes from Waco Chaw, mm-hmm. Devin. Devin's super cool. He's my guy. Um, Eastside Market, everyone from Eastside Market, Brother Well Brewing, uh, Danielle from Revival was just like, just coming up. This weekend's going to be super packed. Um, so really just a shout out to everyone that's in Waco that's going to be coming out and doing stuff. Even during these times, just, you know, it's like we're ending the year. Like, let's end it, like, on a good note. Let's end it strong, strong and, like, know that the, the community is still going to be here no matter what. Yeah, it's the last market of 2020. It's the so last one. got to head out there. Go. Yeah. Let's uh, go. Yeah, and of course, now go ahead and plug yourself. Well, I mean, you can check me out. I'm on Instagram. Um, you can look up, you can look up my Thirst Coffee, it's at Thirst Coffee, T-H-R-S-T, Coffee. Uh, you can look up Eastside Market, it's Eastside, period, Market. Um, and then my photography, and it's Abstract Photography, and that's A-B, period, S-T, R-A, C-T. I'll, I'll, I'll have this to tag it. I'm it's not. Okay. I'm, the t- I'm the worst seller, the so it's okay. Don't worry. <laughs> Perfect. That's good. That just shows you how human I am. That's all it is. Yeah, we're yeah. all human here. It's all right. Perfect. All right. Is there anything else you want to say closing off? No, I'm just grateful to be here. Thank you for reaching out in just a short time and, and being flexible with my schedule. Thank you. Of course, of course. Thank you so much for coming. This was a super awesome interview. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning into this week's podcast. This is your host, Debbie, signing off. Now that you know, go. Just go, Waco. This has been Rogue Media Network Podcast.